Hello and welcome to P is for a podcast, a podcast where Fiona and I talk about popsicles, popcorn, and a word that starts with P. Hello, Fiona. Hello, Claire. How are you today? Is that, uh, where? Oh, just kidding. You're right here with me. Staring at you with strong eye contact. Yeah. (laughs) Too much eye contact. Yes, I'm back in the United States. We are currently sitting in my very own bedroom. It's good good to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get right to it. Do you want to hear about the popsicle for this week? I do. I would love to. I, Once again, I do not know what it is. Surprise me. Well, I sh- you don't know exactly what the ingredients are, but I showed you a photo of no, it I yesterday. looked at the photo and I had an idea, but I don't know exactly what it is. Okay, so you know it's blueberry. But what is the blueberry mixed with, you ask? I do do ask. I actually think that this popsicle might be more appealing to you than it is to me because when we were little, I have a lot of memories of you really loving sour cream. Like I have, like when we would get burritos. Yeah. I remember that you would always get sour cream. Yeah, I I I do really like sour cream in my burritos and in my top. I'm like when we would do like little taco burrito like at home. Those we call them taco nights, but really I feel like they were burrito nights when we come down to it. That's a good point. I would always put a lot of sour cream. I agree. Anyway, I've never been one of somebody who likes sour cream. The concepts just sort of grosses me out. But I was just reading lots of different recipes and I was thinking, okay, I'm doing so many popsicles that will have yogurt or non-dairy milks or even milks as their base. And so I really wanted to expand into other types of dairy. And so I was thinking either blackberry buttermilk or blueberry sour cream and I was I couldn't decide I couldn't decide I couldn't decide and then I decided I love buttermilk like I love buttermilk pancakes all of that so I felt like the blackberry buttermilk would have been good so I but instead I wanted to try something new so this is a blueberry sour cream popsicle whoa that that's not that's when you say that combination of flavors like that's not something that's even on my radar as a flavor combination yeah and I I mean so the thing that say like the thing that binds those two is the fact that you also use in this I used vanilla almond milk oh so you you could use any sort of milk that would have some vanilla taste like you could literally just use normal milk and then put in some vanilla extract or something but so there's actually three flavors there's like the sweetness and juice of the blueberries the sour and fattiness of the sour cream and kind of tanginess right? yeah and then the sweetness of the almond vanilla-ness so it's two sweetnesses against one tang and so it's actually when you when you eat the popsicle or like the popsicle it's not you would nobody would start eating it and be like this tastes like sour cream like that's not at all what it tastes like it just tastes like blueberries but it has a really interesting like sort of cut underneath so it's not just a sweet popsicle there's like it's there's something something more going on a depth of flavor exactly do you have any left can i try one yeah actually there is one downstairs you can try uh, maybe i should have tried it before this so i could give my honest opinion of the that's possible. true okay next week we'll have to have you try one beforehand maybe i could try so it on can... air that would be delightful for everyone i'm sure Ooh, it would be <laughs> what's that thing that is on the internet of the sounds of people chewing things Ew, that's very popular thing? what that's pop- i think what? it's called asmr yeah people make tons of money on youtube making chewing videos things? of them like crunching yeah it's super gross that sounds not nice to me i'm surprised that you haven't i feel like you know a lot about 
the internet, so that surprises me that you haven't. I'll send you some links. Right. I, I can't stand it, but it's very popular. I can imagine that would be your absolute worst nightmare. Yeah, it really, it really, I really dislike it. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, cool. This sounds like, this is, I feel like, the first popsicle that we're really, you're, we're, lol, not me at all, that you're really branching off Yeah. in. Yeah, with, I feel like you're really branching off from yeah. the staples that um, you made before. So I'm excited. This makes me so excited for the the future, what, 49 possibles? <laughs> yeah, just 49. <laughs> no, yeah. but this already feels, because I have no creativity in the kitchen, as you know, this already feels so creative to me that it makes me excited for the future, and I look forward to trying it. Yeah. All right, so what do you, what do you have for us this ah, week? Let's, yeah, let's go on to P is for popcorn. So this week's viewing recommendation is a really obvious choice, but <laughs> Good. my viewing recommendation is uh, the World Cup, which started on Thursday. Um, we just finished watching the Mexico-Germany game. Very exciting. It was really exciting. I'm so... I don't want to spoil it for anyone. <laughs> Do you think it's okay if we say the result on this podcast? Um, uh, Mexico's victory was... Wait! Oh, okay. Sorry. I was gonna say, if you don't want to know what happened in the game, turn it off now. Okay. You'll miss a lot of really interesting sponsorship placement, <laughs> so also, I would just kind of stick it out. A lot of hard-hitting analysis. Yeah. No, it was really, really exciting. Nerve-wracking and exciting, and I'm really pleased with the result. Um, it was one of the first games that I've had the chance, other than, of course, the Spain-Portugal game, that I've had the chance to really watch from start to finish. Um, so I was really happy to do that. Who are you Who are you rooting for? Spain. I feel like that's obviously boring, obvious and boring, but I'm rooting for Spain. If um, Spain got out, who like who is your second team? Mexico, probably. Wow. But there's a lot of teams that I really like and I would be happy if they won. Yeah. It's just, I, there's, there's a handful of teams that I really don't want to win. Okay. Like Portugal or Germany or probably Brazil. I, I definitely don't want Portugal to win. I'm rooting for Brazil because I want to pick a winner, but also I'm rooting for, um, Iceland because that's fun. Yeah. Iceland's awesome. They, I mean, it's really their fun. game yesterday against Argentina was really 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 awesome yeah I just that's it's so fun everything about it to me is fun I love I love the the success that their small nation has had yeah, I also so, love that the goalkeeper who saved Messi's penalty he's a part-time like most of the people on the Iceland team have part-time jobs which is what makes it even more exciting to me not most of them but a lot of them also have part-time jobs because they're not necessarily top-tier international footballers and his job is directing music videos when he's not, you know, saving Messi's penalties. That's hilarious. What is the average, you might not know this, what is the average salary of an MLS player? I have no idea. I know that the minimum yearly salary of, like, three years ago was around 60000 That was okay. the minimum salary that you could pay your team player. Obviously, what they receive make would be higher than that because they get a lot of benefits from the team and the team pays right. for a lot of their life. Um but sixty thousand is so the, no. Guess what it is in the what it is in the women's soccer league. Six thousand. Six thousand. I know I've told you that That's, many times. So I think about that. That's what all it was in twenty fifteen. I actually don't know what it is now. But so so no male like no male MLS players have it would have a secondary job. But all the women. Must. Maybe. Not all the women because the women who, for example, play on the national team uh, who play in the MLS, like mm-hmm. they probably have really high paying sponsorship deals. So for example, yeah. like. Hope Solo could make millions of dollars in sponsorship, and then she could have a teammate who's making, like, $10,000 and has, like, a marketing job on the side. Wow, that's crazy. Fascinating I stuff. think probably, hope, if Hope Solo plays for the Portland team, I'm sure they 
pay higher than that, but okay, um, that's really that's really interesting. I I think that maybe there might be some. I think at this point in the MLS, there's probably nobody who has a secondary job. Okay, I I don't know that for sure, but mm. very um, interesting. What which games uh, in the coming week are you most excited for? Would you say, or is it all pretty? Um, I I'm excited to watch a lot of them, but. I'm obviously particularly excited for the next time that Spain plays. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> always very excited for that. Um, right after this, we're going to watch Brazil-Switzerland, and I like watching both those teams, but mm. Switzerland can be kind of boring to watch, but I, I hope it's going to be a good game. I'm excited to see Neymar's hair, the yeah, Frosted, frosted debut of the Frosted On tips. the big screen. Um, and then, what was I going to say? I also really like watching England play, because I feel like, because I watch so much of the Premier League, I'm really familiar with a lot of those players as well, and so I... I enjoy sort of the disaster that that becomes every single time. Um, and I know Dad would hate me for this, but I kind of like it when England does well. Nice. I don't know. I don't know if I really want to take that stance, but I like. I look forward to seeing how their past repeated disappointments to their nation play out this time. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for the word that starts with P? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you generated it. Hit me with it. Okay. The word... <laughs> For this week is practice. Practicing. <laughs> Do you like it? Do you hate it? I, I, hmm. Wow. Practice. I mean, when you first said the word practice, I obviously just think of like the noun for like soccer practice or track practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's the most frequent, has been the most frequent use of it in my life. Like mm-hmm. in college, about eight times a day, I'd see one of my teammates and be like, see your practice. Nice. Um, so I like that practice. I also, um, I like in theory practicing things, but sometimes I think I don't practice things enough in my life. For example, I never practiced Irish dancing or piano and that really inhibited my, uh, improvement in both of those areas. Yeah, and I it was would, a real frustration to our parents. I would say the word practice makes me think of practicing piano, which was something that I think I did maybe four times in my entire run as a pianist. Uh, I don't I feel like it's I don't know exactly how to say this but it surprises me that we got away with not practicing like I feel like mom and dad were would have it taken steps to make that happen maybe it was just we were so stubborn but like they're paying money for these things that we're doing I don't and we think, weren't giving it our best I don't think it was that I was stubborn I think it was that I was just a master of evasion <laughs> yeah. mom would be driving me and she'd be like you know did you practice piano this week and I'd be like uh-huh <laughs> see you're just or, a liar yeah I'm just, you're just, just a liar just lie yeah hmm, interesting no but doesn't it not make sense to you that for six years it went on that we like didn't practice piano I absolutely refuse to believe that I took piano lessons for six years there's no I way I think that you that's... stopped before me so maybe you I think four years at most because if you placed me in front of a piano and said play an f I'd be like who dat I mean, I have no I mean, idea. How I don't to play mean to brag, piano. but I could do that. Yeah, you were also old. Like we started at the same age. I stopped age. in like eighth grade, probably. So you I was, played piano until eight. Oh, I stopped in like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, but for to be, I think that's would be four years for you because I think we started like I started in second grade. Second to eighth is six years. What was so what was a kindergartner doing playing piano? Is that a thing that is typical? I don't. I, think I was just I, trying to figure out shapes and numbers, know, and you seriously. were like, you oh. had enough on your plate. <laughs> I actually, I was, I don't know, I, I always lament the fact that I feel like for six years I just didn't retain hardly any of the skills. Yeah. But the other day I was helping um, 
my godfather's daughter I was helping Bea like work on her piano piece that she's learning Mm -hmm. and I was able to sight read so much better than I ever thought I was which gave me a little hope and then I said let's take a step back this is a song for a middle grade elementary schooler and then I realized you're right I didn't retain any hardly any of my skills I also never practiced Irish dance I think I'm trying to remember I practiced a couple times there was an expectation that we would practice besides obviously when we had normal practice with the whole I feel like we had class twice a week was that wrong or once a week Twice, twice. Uh, I think if there's a big thing coming up, we would have it twice a week, like a big, or three times a big a week. competition. Yeah, but I think typically we only had it. It wasn't On Monday nights, Wednesdays. Mm, interesting. But the expectation was that we would practice every day from our teacher. What? Yeah. Like that was what she was her highest goal for everybody, <sighs> and there were a ton of people in our class that practiced probably five to seven days a week. I remember there were some people that turned their garages into Irish dance practicing yeah. we would sometimes go to their house like if we were two-hand or three-hand partners with them to be this means that in a competition in a competition <laughs> you dance as by yourself in some parts of the competition like as a solo dancer and then there's also group dances um which could be two people three people four people six people eight people and then like a figure choreography which was 16 people and more and was this dance that was a little more loose and it told a story like, you would make up the own choreography. You didn't dance a set choreography. I can't even begin to get into this because it's really complicated. <laughs> but I think that if we were dancing with a two-hand or a three-hand... Oh, you can also dance a four-hand. Did I say that? Never mind. I don't think a I A two-hand ever... or a three-hand, sometimes I'd have to, like, go to... I'm not going to say their names, but specific people who also live near us's house to practice before the fesh. Fesh is the competition. Um to practice, like, the two-hand. I don't... And I remember they, like, opened their garage. This happened more than once. They would, like, open their garage, and they had laid out a hardwood dancing floor, and they had mirrors in there to practice every day. I don't think that I ever competitively did a two-hand or above. I think I was only ever a in solo the... competitor. You were obviously in an eight-hand. Were you in an eight-hand at no, nationals? No, no, no. I was never... No, no, no. Never? I wasn't old enough. No. Were you in a figure choreography? Also, Fiona, I was a lone wolf. Yeah, that's so true. I wasn't a team player back then. Now I am, obviously. You would stand in the corner of the fish, glaring down the room, and everyone knew not to approach you. Yeah, I was... Just kidding, that's not Our true. teacher knew that I worked best alone. I could jump higher, so twirl well, faster. So well alone that you quit eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I quit because I was on top. You were. You Clara's rise to the top of the Irish dancing pro... Did you make it to the second level of championship? Yeah. You were an open... No, I made it to the nationals. No, I made yeah. No, no, I'm talking nationals. about when you would compete at a normal fesh. I don't remember. I was. I think so I made young. it to open championship. The takeaway, I was only in preliminary championship. The takeaway from this conversation is that I never practiced and quit before Fiona at every extracurricular that we did as children. But in the case of Irish dancing, at least I think maybe I have the edge on you in piano. But in Irish dance, Claire was so much better than me. No, actually, I quit because they told me that I had to tan my legs. That was why. And I said, I refused. I was like, that's the dumbest thing. I'm not going to do that. And mom was like, well, then why are you doing it if you don't want to do all the things that they're telling you to do? And I said, because I think it's stupid. And then I quit. That's awesome. What did but you principle that stand? Was, that was what the, the rhetoric I was putting out. But the reality was like, I'm supposed to practice every day. This just doesn't fit with my <laughs> lavish lifestyle of just balling out. Treats and snoozing. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I danced until the end of ninth grade. That's crazy. I wow. 
I have this idea that, like, maybe I'll take it up again. That'd be fun. I, but here's the thing. I have the idea that I'm going to take up, like, 15 extracurriculars just because I really miss, like, my first year out of college this year, I've really missed extracurriculars. So I'm always like, mm, I'm going to start learning French, like, going to play in a so rec soccer practice. league. I'm hearing you say In that short, miss I miss practice. practice. But I miss, I miss, like, practice as in, um, I really do miss what practice served as, like, a time to go to a place and be with people and do something active or fun or enriching. It was social and creative and all these things all at once so mm-hmm. yeah I mean I love practice and I love all the different kinds of practice that we've been involved in I just think we didn't always super well execute the practice part of the practice yeah I think I I I remain that way but I'm glad that you <laughs> no I I didn't say anything that I didn't say oh you mean you still miss it no I don't yeah I don't I love just not not practicing things it's good it's good but it's you've a good chosen way to live. for the few things that you Actually, you like many things. You've chosen the things that you do want to do now. And those are different things. And you work at those things. So it's not like you don't practice anything. That's true. I practice my burpees all the time. Anyway, that's <laughs> enough for today. <laughs> I feel like uh, we both we both I enjoy practicing when it's something I like. Yeah. You like practicing. When it's something I like. Yeah. I'm not going to practice for it the seems, sake of practicing. That seems pretty universal. But it's just like... I don't know. I don't. Ha- I don't have any more to say. Let's let's move on from the concept of practicing. All right. Well, well, that's it for today. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week. Another popsicle. Another recommendation. And another word that starts with P. Can't wait. Bye. Bye.